Hey everybody, Ed Nold here. This one is the one thing I've written that was actually meant to be read aloud because it's not a story, it's a poem. When I wrote this back in April, when this whole virus thing was just getting started, I think I assumed that it would all be ancient history by now. Unfortunately, here we are at the end of the year and the poem isn't nearly as out of date as I was expecting it would be at this point. Back then, it struck me how unfortunate it must be for the people at Corona Beer to have a deadly virus named after their product. Not exactly good PR, if you know what I mean. So I just started writing this and it somehow just kind of kept going. Anyway, this is Corona No Thanks. Would I like a Corona? A year ago, yes. But that was before we were all in this mess. Now we're living confined to our own home address. But then, things could be worse. I'm still alive, more or less. Things have recently changed. Now we're stuck in our houses, with all of our pets and our children and spouses. We all just stand around like some sheep or some cows's fearing tiny little bugs that are smaller than louses. This thing we can't see, it has caused isolation and has forced us all into springtime hibernation. For this wee little thing, there is no medication, but this distancing requires some real dedication. A big part of the plan is to keep our hands clean. That's not too big a problem. I've always been keen. Cleaner hands now, I think, you may never have seen. They belong on the cover of Hands Magazine. We keep washing our hands. I'm a hand-washing fool now, and I don't touch my face because that is the rule now. I know some of you think that I'm just a big tool now, but the joke is on you because hygiene is cool now. Online, you can place all your household need orders. I'm stocking up now on my loggers and porters. But leave me some TP, you panicking hoarders. What kind of incessant poopers do you have for borders? They say we'll be safe if we just stay alone, far from friends and our kin in a six-foot-wide zone. If we want to converse, well, we each have a phone. On my face I have taken to wearing a cone. I'm trying to stay healthy. Please excuse my insistence. I need a wide berth. You must maintain your distance. I'm guarding my turf now with dogged persistence. Your attempts to intrude will be met with resistance. I'm minding my six feet with vigor and verve, defending this space that I now must preserve. Why are you encroaching? You must have some nerve. If you get any closer, I'll flatten your curve. Dude, what are you doing? Stay out of my bubble. You must give me my space, or there just might be trouble. I don't want to reduce your whole face into rubble. So politely back off now. Quick time, on the double.
I said, give me my six feet, you unthinking swine. I'm giving you yours, and you can't give me mine? Get away from me now. Must I draw you a line? Just take two more steps backward, and then we'll be fine. How I long for the days when the traffic was slow. People all in my way, everywhere I would go. These days they avoid me like the plague, don't you know? Will those bad days be back? We can only hope so. My kitty's not scared. It's strange with that cat. She's not worried by a virus. She sleeps where she sat. And the birds at the bird feeder, just getting fat, don't seem too concerned. Tell me, what's up with that? Premier League, where are you? I miss you, I say, and my 4 a.m. meetings with you on game day. Now there are no weekly fixtures, no Wembley in May. For just one good Derby, what wouldn't I pay? Are there any sports on? Yeah, it's ESPN 8. Dodgeball? On TV? Wonderful. Great. The Masters in Autumn? Now that's a new date. And Odd Year Olympics? We'll just have to wait. So I read my dad's book that he'd just completed. It was full of advice that, of course, I'd not heeded. But my unread book stack, it has hardly receded. I should crack one book open each time that I'm seated. And thank God for Netflix and those girls all from Derry and the show's one sane person. I can so relate, Jerry. Just how do you put up with Grandpa Joe and Mary and old Uncle Combe? Is he weird? I'd say very. We're Zooming, we're Skyping, we're FaceTiming too. Imagine 10 years ago, what would we do? I chat with my siblings, now that's something new, and my kids and my parents. I could chat with you. I've seen more of my niece and my nephews of late than I've seen them in years. Now they don't have to wait to see cool Uncle Ednold. It's now a weekly date. Their desire to see me, I'm sure I can't sate. I even did Zumba. The class was online. No one saw me dancing, so it was just fine. I still ache from that dancing, which is not a good sign. The next class I take will involve beer or wine. Mrs. Ednold is lucky, and I'm glad you're home, honey, and you still have a job. We're not yet out of money. Do you think you'll still be here when the weather's real sunny? Some strange things this April. No egg hunt, no bunny. But millions are out of work. What will they do? The have-nots list is growing. The haves are but few. Lots of people need help. There's no end to that queue. I hope soon we can say, things are better, woo-hoo. What's it like for the people who are still employed at a job where they spend all day trying to avoid all that sickness while having their bubble destroyed by us people who need them? I'd be quite annoyed. Something else bugs me. Some people are essential, as if some people aren't. We should be penitential. 
I think everyone is, or at least has potential, to be worthy of having that self-same credential. And the sick call takes longer each day that I hear it. Will I one day be added? I hope not, but I fear it. Keep that virus away. I don't want to be near it. And when it's finally died off, I will certainly cheer it. Talking heads on TV with their endless dumb prattle, I could get better info from goats or some cattle. They must tell us who's winning the global death battle. Who's got more cases now, New Orleans or Seattle? Are we all really needing nonstop information on the latest update to some new regulation? Common sense is the best thing in plan formulation to save those at risk and our whole population. It bothers me the blaming. We should have been more prepared. If we just had more of this or of that, we'd be spared. But all of the onus should really be shared. We knew it was coming, but back then, who cared? Hey, we've just moved ahead of that one boot-shaped nation. USA's number one in this virus invasion. We can't really enjoy it. We can't take a vacation. This win doesn't come with that winning sensation. But there's an upside to being stuck here in this box. I'm now not wearing pants, though I put on some socks. You don't have to dress up to avoid this new pox. And spending the day in my undies, it rocks. One more good thing, I guess. We're all using less gas. Now I only use some when I'm mowing the grass. And I walk everywhere. I don't need a bus pass. Since there's nowhere to go, I just sit on my ass. We can look on the bright side. Some things are still good, and some things stand much better than they've ever stood. Our pollution is down, and I think that we could make the good things a trend. Yes, I think that we should. We should keep looking out for the ones who could use it. And when people are kind, let's try not to abuse it. If there's something to say, try not to fake news it. Let's keep thinking of others. Let's try not to lose it. There's sickness all over in each hemisphere. So many have already lost someone dear. I may say silly things, but I want to be clear. I hope no one I know loses someone who's near. To end this, my friends, please let me just take one moment in all of this rhyming and make just one final point while you're all still awake. Please take care of yourselves just for old Edna's sake. There you go. That was Corona. No thanks. And please, everyone, this virus is no joke. So do take care of yourselves. Stay away from it and stay healthy. And I'll talk to you again soon.